is with you. Let us pray. God of the wilderness way, whose word scours our smooth evasions, take us on the unbending road to the raw center of our world with a cry of invitation and the call of sudden grace. Through Jesus Christ, the one who is to come. Amen. Wednesday, November 17th, Detroit Public Schools made an announcement. Schools would close their classrooms every Friday in December. There would be virtual school only every Friday. Two days later, they decided to shut down the school for the entire week of Thanksgiving. Soon thereafter, public schools in Seattle, Oregon, and Florida followed suit. In Utah, one public school district extended Friday school closures until March, effectively cutting several weeks out of the academic year. These closures leave students undereducated, teachers exhausted and underpaid, and parents scrambling to find ways to take care of their children. The wealthiest nation in the world is failing its children. Meanwhile, the U.S. spent $766.58 billion in 2020 on the military. Campaign spending in the 2020 election cost $14.4 billion, a new record. You brood of vipers. No one says Merry Christmas like John the Baptist. This week, John the Baptist gives us an Advent lesson, a lesson in repentance. Here in Advent, we are preparing for God's kingdom come, preparing for change, in part by changing our practices, repenting, turning back to God. When I hear the word repent, I think of street preachers and doomsday signs. It's a sort of word that translates to me as irrelevant churchy babble. It stinks of self-absorbed religion with no sense of social justice. But as scholar and activist Chad Myers points out, for John, repentance does not mean strictly private sorrow or anguish or shame. It's not just about changing our personal behavior. According to Myers, repentance means turning around the destructive trajectory of the personal and political history in which one is entangled. John's command 
to bear fruits worthy of repentance is as important for us now as it was for the folks back then. To prepare for God's kingdom, we must address systemic issues, issues like the broken education system, the legacy of colonialism, environmental degradation. We need to address the roots of these systemic issues to make the changes necessary to bear good fruit. That fruitful work nourishes everyone. As Myers points out, such fruits are necessary for the healing of both those who have been marginalized by systemic injustice and those of us who have been privileged by it. Here in Luke, John is addressing the privileged. These folks have come out from the con- to the countryside, to the desert, from Jerusalem to see what John is doing. They likely came out to see John so they can criticize him, so they can belittle him or dismiss him. They are the ones who benefit from systemic injustice, and John calls them out, you brood of vipers. In his role as prophet, John is part of the continuity of religious reformers who have entangled, who have untangled spiritual health from systemic injustice and state politics. In our times, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King said, the church must be reminded that it is not the master or the servant of the state. Rather, it is the conscience of the state. In Luke, some who are privileged by the corrupt state actually listen, actually hear John. They hear John and ask, what then shall we do? It's such a great question. It's a question we must ask, it's a question we should always ask. What then should we do? We know things need to change. How do we start? We start by acknowledging our role in systemic injustice, our role in inequality. Whoever has two coats must share with anyone who has none, and whoever has food must do likewise. I love John's advice here. It's so practical, and this is, this is unique to Luke. Whoever has two coats gives to someone else. Done. Two coats, done. Two of anything, Roger. I get that. This implies everything um, that when I have excess, I give to someone else. Now let's translate some of the job specific advice that John gives. If you're a cop, don't shoot any people of color. If you're a politician, remember the people you serve. Don't take handouts. Be there to make a difference. And if you are a person on the right side of change, don't be so proud. John gives us this bit about people who say, we have Abraham as our ancestors. For us, this could be like saying, oh, I'm a Christian, or I'm progressive, I'm Democrat. I'm not one of those people. No more of that. We are all part of this. We all need change. Like it or not, we are all part of one big family. That family has your anti-vaxxing cousin, it has your QAnon aunt, it has your v- vegan friend who makes you feel about, bad about 
eating butter and eggs. The family is your trash man, your senator, that neighbor you can't stand. The family is the water that trickles down the mountains, the air that fills our lungs, the soil on our shoes. The family are the coyotes, the rabbits, the mosquitoes, the dolphin, the shark, the fish. The family are the teachers, the parents, the children, the sick, the elderly, the strong. This family are those without family, without homes, without papers, without love. This family is pregnant. New life is coming. And we need to get ready. Amen. The mustard seed this week is to ask that question, what then should we do? You can start by answering with John's responses but figure out what it is that we need to do. Ask God what it is we need to do. What then shall we do? Have a great week. With trust trust and hope, we turn our hearts to God in prayer. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles, and bring them the joy of your salvation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the good earth, and for the wisdom to live into our interdependence with all of God's creation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the poor and the oppressed, for the unemployed and the destitute, for the prisoners and captives, and for all who remember and care for them. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. God, the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For deliverance from all violence, oppression, and degradation. For the good work of this community, may our roles be uplifted by one another as we do healing work in Isla Vista and beyond. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. We pray for all who pray for change, who pray for hope, who need more on the horizon. We pray that we may live into this season of waiting with patience and hope for all of these we pray god of love hear the prayers of your people god of love hear the prayers of your people all that we have asked faithfully grant that we may obtain effectually to your honor and glory amen and now we pray the prayer that jesus taught us saying
Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.